Hello and welcome to the Blues Guitar Show podcast with me, Ben Martin, from thebluesguitarshow.com, the podcast that brings you passion, practice and perseverance for your guitar playing journey. Hope everyone is having a great week this week. It is good to be back for another episode of the show. Uh, It's been a busy few months for me doing a lot of recording work at the moment, which is always great fun to do, and uh, enjoying having a lot of private sessions, which is really cool as well. I recently went and visited ICMP up in London, um, which is one of the music colleges, uh, to do a lecture there, which was also great. So cheers to those guys for having me. Um, But yeah, things have been good. Things have been busy. So today what we're going to talk about is how to make your chords more interesting how to make your chord playing more interesting i'm going to show you one simple shape to take your chords from this to this as well as talking to you about what things can you do especially if you're playing in a band setting or when you're playing on your own to make chords sound sound different i mean so many players that i work with get kind of they learn the open chord shapes and then they learn the um, the bar chord shapes and then that's it. Nothing ever nothing ever moves on from there. You know, you might pick up the odd Jimi Hendrix type chord here and there, but generally that's kind of where you stick. And and that's you know, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But that we can make our chords sound a little bit more interesting by doing very simple things. Really, I'm going to give you just a quick demonstration of uh, four chords. Let's go for a G, um, C. E minor D, right? So we can have a, this is an open chord, G, C, E minor, D. Okay, I can do a power chord version, G, C, E minor, D. Or I can play the chords like this. Now, to me, that last one just had a different sound to it, something that more that we can throw into our arsenal, something a little bit different. These are called chord extensions. I haven't decided what I'm going to name this podcast yet, but it's probably going to have the word chord extensions in there. So uh, this is what's called a chord extension. I'm going to talk you through how to do that, um, what these shapes are, and the theory behind it, more importantly. So let's break it down. So when we're playing a chord, let's start with the C chord. What are we actually playing? That's what we want to get to the crux of. So what we're actually playing is a C. If we're doing a C major, we're playing the notes C, E, G, C again, E again. So we've got C, E, G, C, E. Now some people play it with the um, with the with the G on the sixth string as well. So we've got G, C, E, G, C, E. So all, the only notes that we have in that in that chord are G, E, and C, right? So we've got C, E, G. That's our, that's our C major triad. So this all starts off with a triad. Uh, and where that comes from is that's the one, the major third, and the fifth of the C major scale. So the C major scale, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C. Number one is C. C, D, E. E is the major third. And then C, D, E, F, G is the fifth so that's what gives us our chord um so that's a triad all we're doing there is playing a triad so we can actually find loads and loads of different positions all over the neck to play those three notes i mean for example we can do c e g just like a regular regular chord or we can do something like um g on the top string e fret two on the fourth string and then g we can do that at 
fret five on the third string, so we've got this different sound. Or we can do it here, where we do that G on fret five, and then uh, on, go down a string, fret seven on the on the G string, and then fret seven on the string one. And it sounds completely different. But we're, what we're doing is we're just changing where we're going to play these notes. So when we're playing our triads like that, the way a triad works is that we're, we're stacking them all next to each other. They don't always have to be in the same order, so that's a triad where we go root, third, fifth. If we play our triad with the root on the first string, so that would be barring your first finger on fret eight on the bottom two strings, then playing fret uh, nine on the string above, that goes major third, fifth, root but we're stacking them all next to each other. So they're all in the same octave. That's the key to these chord extensions. All we're doing with a chord extension is we're taking those three notes, we're playing them across different octaves. So now, instead of playing, if we make a regular C chord, R, C, E, G, if we just move that, so we're gonna play C, E, and then play G with fret, one, uh, fret three on string one, suddenly we're playing a chord extension. And it sounds totally different. It makes it sound much wider. Now, this is a really great skill to develop, not only because it's going to massively help your fretboard recognition, because this is really good stuff um, when it comes to recognising the fretboard, but also it allows us access to playing different sounds when we're playing with other people. If you've got somebody who's playing a G here and you're the lead or rhythm guitarist and you're playing your G here... You know, those two together have a really wide sound rather than you just, you know, hammering on the same kind of notes. Because when, when you're playing with other people, particularly, if you've got two guitars and they're both playing an open G, there's a lot of harmonic crossover, which means that a lot of the same frequencies are being played on both guitars. And it's very difficult. Band or recording sound kind of muddy and not clear. You know, one of the things when I was studying music production and doing a lot of studio stuff was that uh, that you learn is when you're recording a band you never really want them to be playing the same frequencies you know i always got taught to think of it like a totem pole like you've got the bass drum at the bottom that's the lowest kind of tone thing you got then you've got bass guitar then rhythm guitar then um lead guitar and that's to do with frequency so it means that uh, when when the rhythm guitar is playing g down here you know you don't want another guitar playing a bar chord g because their frequencies are too similar. So you'll want them playing a G uh, probably up here somewhere. You know, so it just gives it a different frequency. Um, so when you're playing with other people, yeah, it's also really, really important. But um, it also allows us access to all of these double stops and cool jumping off points when we're playing on our own and when we're improvising. So now we've kind of talked about the idea behind chord extensions. We're basically playing triads, but we're not playing all three notes in the same octave. Let's learn a simple shape that we can use anywhere all over the neck to play a great sounding chord extension. So we're going to start off with our C again, our C, E and G. And I'm going to show you this one shape. And it's really, really cool because we can play this across two different strings. <clears throat> now we're going to start with our finger one on C. So fret three on the fifth string. My third finger goes on fret 5 on the 4th string, so that's our G, C, G. And then my pinky finger uh, is on fret 5 on the 2nd string, so that's my E. And we're, not, we're just going to miss out the 3rd string completely, and we're just going to play 5th, 4th, 2nd. So that's C, G, E. So in terms of uh, how we're stacking this, we've got root, 5th, 3rd. 
Now, the cool thing about this shape is that if you wanted to play the same thing with a D major, you just go up two frets. And what I played you at the beginning, starting with a G major, we just need to find the root note on the fifth string. So that's fret 10. So if you put your finger on fret 10 on the fifth string, fret 12 on the fourth, and fret 12 on the second, that's our G major. So the notes in that one would be G, D, and B. So that's our G major triad. So back to the C. Okay, so we've got our G, C. Now the difference when we make it minor is that as we know, if you've followed anything that I've done before about triads or if you've downloaded the triad method or anything like that, you'll know that to turn a major triad into a minor triad, all we need to do is flatten that third um, tone. So the we need to turn the major third into a minor third. So that means to put it down one semitone to flatten it. So if we took an E, for example, uh, so that'd be fret seven on string five, fret nine on string four, fret nine on string two. That's an E major. And we know that we're going root, fifth, third. So it's this second string note that needs to go backwards one fret. So now we'd be going fret seven on the fifth string, fret nine on the fourth string, and then fret eight on the second string. That's our minor triad shape. So if we were to play like a G major to an E minor, C major, D major. Now I said this can work across two strings and this is something that's really cool about this shape which is why I think this shape is the one to start with. Um, what we can do, if we could take the exact same shape for our C major, move every, every finger down one string, so now you'd have your finger on fret 3 on the 4th string, you'd have your finger on fret 5 on the 3rd, 5 on the 1st. That again is a perfectly good chord extension with the same intervals, but this time we're starting on F. So it'd be F, and then we've got our fifth of the F, which is C, and then we've got our third, which is that A. And if you wanted to do an F minor, you just need to flatten that A. So we need to take just that finger on fret five on string one and put it on fret four. So you can use this anywhere where you know what your root notes are on the 5th and 4th string. So for example, 5th string root note is uh, fret 3 would be C, fret 5 is D, fret 7 is E, we need that with the minor, fret 8 is F, the major again, fret 10 is G, so you can go C, D, E, F, G. And if you know where you're going on the um, on the fourth string, if you wanted to play a G on the fourth string, you just need to move it to fret five. Fret five on the fourth string, fret seven on the third, fret seven on the first. That is exactly the same as what we did at fret 10. Just somewhere else to play it. So play around with these. My advice for how to practice this would be to take a regular song that you play all the time, something really simple, kind of cowboy chordy, and see if you can make a different version of the song using these chord extensions. They are really, really. 
Now, as ever, if you're interested in taking a deep dive into some of this stuff, consider subscribing to the Plus membership. Plus members have now got, I think, 40 lessons out available for download. Um, And if you sign up today for just $5 a month, you instantly get access to all of those 40 lessons, complete with all of the tabs and all that good stuff. And then every future lesson that comes out uh, on a it's probably the best value guitar lessons on the internet. I'm going to go out on a whim and say, um, so please that stuff really helps the rest of the podcast keep going. If you're interested in one-on-one private lessons, you can shoot me an email, Ben at the blues I will do my best to accommodate you however I can. Cheers as always to uh, the guys that subscribe already and everyone that has private sessions with me and everyone that downloaded the triad method. You are all awesome. Have a great week, everybody. And I'll catch you next week. Are you fully fretboard confident? Do you know where the notes are, how they connect and how they move up and down the strings? My latest book, The Triad Method, is all about using simple three note shapes to completely unlock the fretboard. This book is absolutely full of light bulb moments that are going to demystify the neck three notes at a time. I've compiled a huge number of diagrams, shapes and exercises based on over 10 years of teaching this stuff to make it as simple as possible. Download The Triad Method and see for yourself today. Link is in the description below.